from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Live from America. We are live here on Facebook Live. We are also recording for the podcast. And we are uh, today will be the first day that we put uh, audio, at least, up on Rumble. Thank you for joining in for the show today. I am the host of the show. As you know, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. I do want to say, uh, give a shout out to those who are watching live, as always, and we'll never stop doing that. Pamela Chapman from Tennessee. Lorraine Fox, how are you? Uh, Dave Gaudette, what's up? How you doing? Sandy Spray, thank you from Tennessee as well. Scott Crotty from Arizona. Jennifer Walker from Tampa. Mike Wren from New York, hello, how are you? Beck Ann from Ohio, I'm so, so happy to have you guys join in today. Rosa, how are you? Amy Price, God bless you as well. That's the that's the biggest reason why we're here, right? Uh, Peter Bump from Maine, not too far from me. Thank you, Peter. Uh, Chad Hammonds from Louisiana and Chris Sullivan. Hey, Jeremy, what a great day of the Lord. You are 100% correct. What a great day, ladies and gentlemen, to be alive. What a great time to, to be involved in what's going on in the United States of America. And I know that days seem dark. But they're not, and we're gonna. We got a big show for you today. We got a lot of information today. We got. I have. Uh, I've been talking to people again. Finally, uh, for a while there, I couldn't, you know, really talk to anybody for last, you know, couple weeks. But I finally got some word from people close to the Trump campaign. What uh, some of the next steps are going to be, and uh, I'm excited to bring that to you. We got to talk. We're going to talk about Ted Cruz today and what his role with President Trump going forward is going to be. We're going to talk about military involvement. Why, what, how is the military involved? Are they loyal to President Trump? And much, much more. So thank you for joining in. As always, I ask you to please share the video out. Please start some watch parties. Please put them into groups. Um, because, you know, some of the people have, have kind of like taken a break from the political realm because they feel so hurt at what's going on. They feel um, anger towards President Trump. But today's show is going to make you feel so much better. So thank you very, very much. Thank you, David. I appreciate that as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, as you know here on Live from America, we don't do anything without giving our love, our attention, and our honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ first. Okay? So today, we are going to be reading from the good book, and it's going to come from 2 Corinthians 4.18. And that says, While we do not look at the things which are seen... But at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are not are, are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. And I think that's got a lot to do with what's going on today, ladies and gentlemen. We feel like there's no there's no path. We feel like there's things that we do not see, and we and but we need to what we need to do is we need to uh, have faith on the things we don't see, and we need to work on the things that we do see. Okay, so if you could just join with me in the Lord's Prayer, and then we'll get started with, uh, with a lot of news. Um, if you're with me and you can say it loud and proud, then go ahead. And if you have to say it internally for your soul uh, to hear it while you're at work, please do that. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. All right, guys, let's get right to it. I want to tell you that when we were on Spotify and Anchor and we were and people were donating there, we were at about 65% of our um, monthly goal to make sure that this show grows and maintains. As we've had to kind of move to different conservative platforms and make sure that we're not gonna that's not gonna happen again, we drop back down, but we're now we're we're back up to about 50%. So if you like the show, if you want the show to continue, if you want it to grow, then please consider becoming a monthly donor right at JeremyHarrell.com. Now, let's get to the to the news. Trump's uh, oh by the way, the studio will be done construction on the first. And uh, it'll take me a few days to get all of the, 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 the digital stuff put up and, and, and the, uh, the backgrounds and everything. But we'll be back. We'll be in the studio uh, and ready to really take the show into the stratosphere. Um, not, too many, not too many days after the first. Okay. Trump's new slogan, Save America. That's going to be President Trump's new slogan in his new position. What is his new position? What is he doing? What's the slogan represent? How is he going to come? How is he actually going to even win in the midterms with Dominion and everything else? We're going to get into that. First of all, President Trump's new slogan is Save America. He's moving from Make America Great Again to Save America. Now, before we get any further, let me ask you, is there anybody better to come and save America than President Donald J. Trump? To save what Biden is doing and what Kamala Harris will do because we know Biden won't be there long. This is not going to be a quick fix. I don't think we can focus on on our hopes for March or April. This is going to be many, many months of work. But there is an end game and there is light at the end of the tunnel. I can promise you that. Okay? So his new slogan, Save America. He came out with that when he endorsed um, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, for governor of Arkansas last night. Right before that, the uh, the Trump team announced his office of the former president. Um, and what that office is going to do in Florida is it's going to serve as a headquarters for all of his appearances, rallies, shows, movements, endorsements, and so much more. So that's great news. That means that President Trump is, is literally injecting himself back into it, and he only took a little bit of time off. Now, I'll say, I, I wanted President Trump to take a little bit of time off. I really did. I wanted President Trump to take a little bit of time off and to relax and to be with his family after what he was put through for four, more than that, for five years. But in President Trump fashion, in Donald J. Trump fashion, the art of the comeback, as he wrote, which was a bestseller, he couldn't stay out long. And he's and he's and he's uh he's actually been working longer than you and I know. I mean, he hasn't really taken that much time off. He's really setting up, ladies and gentlemen, to make a big splash back into the political realm. His goal, his only goal, is to primary out the GOP, as he calls them, dirtbags, and get rid of them. Now you ask, how is he going to do that? How is he going to do that with Dominion? With, the, with, with Democrats trying to introduce H.R. 1, trying to literally take over the voting world so that they never, ever lose again. <clears throat> Number one, I'm going to tell you this. President Trump, when he ran for president in 2016, he did not have access to classified information. He did not know 
what was really going on in the world. Okay? Matter of fact, a lot of that was held from him when he already became president. He had to get rid of some of these dirtbags in order to put the right people in there, okay, to give him access to this stuff. I see people saying, who cares, it's too late. Well, then, if we have that attitude, then, you, then, then yeah, if we all have that attitude, then, yeah, you're right, it's too late. But we're not going to have that attitude. President Trump is going to have a lot of work to do, and he's got a lot of, 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 of how do you want to call it, plans in place. So, <clears throat> President Trump is going to work with these state legislations in each state. He's still got um, court cases going on about was it constitutional or was it unconstitutional for these people to circumvent the state legislation to create their own election laws? And it was unconstitutional. And he will win under those. Will that undo what already happened? I do not think so. And neither, do the, neither does the Trump campaign, neither does Don Jr., neither does Rick Grinnell, neither does anybody that's close to the Trump campaign think that what they're going to do going forward is going to reverse what already happened. However... They are going to make it so that it doesn't happen again. This whole dominion, this whole mail-in ballot, uh, mail-in voting and stuff like that, this was a one and done. It isn't going to happen again. It isn't going to happen like that ever again. This was their, like, they, they, they literally laid it all out on the table in order to get the presidency, in order to get the Senate. Now, we're going to have to deal with that for a couple of years. That's Maybe less. We'll see what happens with Biden and Harris, but we're going to have to deal with that. But President Trump is going to literally go into each one of these states and he's going to make sure that this kind of stuff doesn't happen again, especially as a former president with classified information and with getting out these dirtbag uh, GOP members who don't have any kind of loyalty to the Constitution or President Trump. He has working plan in place when he says to you. The best is yet to come. That isn't just a lie for him to, to just ride out in the sunset and make us all go like, what do we do, what do we do, what do we do? Okay? He's got a massive plan in place. Now, some of those things we're not going to know yet. We're going we're gonna to have to wait and see. But I can tell you this. I can promise you this. He is going to work within each one of these states. He's going to work with the representatives and the senators that, that are still loyal to the Constitution and to making America great again. And they're going to save America. They're going to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Dominion, the cheating, the mail-in ballot voting, all of that stuff, that's not going to happen again. That's not going to happen again. Okay? And this is what people closest to the, that, that I can talk to, that I know, this is, this, this is what they're saying. That, that President Trump is going to come in with a completely different way of fighting. The last time he ran for office, um, he didn't have access to this information, and he didn't know the players. He didn't know who was loyal and who wasn't. Fighting this time, he's going to have all that information, plus he's going to be fighting with us from the outside of the swamp, not from the inside of the swamp. Think about what he can do. Think about the damage he can do. Think about the, the information that's going to come out with Dominion trying to sue Sidney Powell and sue Rudy Giuliani. Think about all the information and all of the, uh, all of the stuff going forward with the, the lawsuits that are already in place with the with Supreme Court and others. Now, Trump, President Trump got a huge win by the Supreme Court yesterday. A huge win. Now, a lot of people, including myself, have said the Supreme Court was completely compromised and they're never, gonna, they're never going to... Um, to stand up for the Constitution and, and, and vote for what is right ever again. Well, that's not true. We've seen it yesterday. They literally threw out not only the Supreme Court cases about the emoluments, emoluments clause or the emoluments uh, um, situation with President Trump uh, lining his pockets 
from foreign govern or from foreign governments while he was president. They not only threw it out the Supreme Court level, they threw it out on all lower levels too. So we do have hope in the Supreme Court. Okay, they just didn't want to get involved in that highly, highly uh, politicized and and publicized spotlight of the election. They should have. They definitely should have. But moving forward, I truly and honestly believe that President Trump putting those people, Gorsuch, uh, Amy Coney Barrett, and um, um, Kavanaugh, in those seats and having 300 uh, federal judges in place, they're going to work for what President Trump needs them to work for moving forward. Now, what's, you know, he's, like I said, he's the greatest at the comeback. And he's going to come back. Bigger, stronger, and better than ever. This phony impeachment is only going to make him stronger. The stolen election only made him stronger. It's all going to make him stronger. God is revealing exactly what our fears were with President Trump leaving and Biden coming in. The world is going to know it. There's already people on the left with buyer's remorse. There's already news stations and reporters on the left with buyer's remorse, voters' remorse, I guess you can call it. He's going to come back with a bigger spotlight, stronger allies. He's going to be stronger himself. He's going to have more popularity. And saving America sounds a lot better as a slogan than make America great again. Because it's implying that America is in such distress that there's no way out of it other than President Trump coming in and saving it with all of us. This time he gets to fight with us outside the arena. He gets to fight with us rather than for us. There's not going to be anything stronger than fighting with us than fighting for us. Because we all know what happened to him. We all know what he did. Now, there's a lot of people that I saw today and yesterday that said, oh, well, he just he turned our back. He turned his back on us. We're done with him. We're done with him. If there if President Trump didn't if he didn't do what we wanted him to do, there was a reason he didn't do it. Whether he couldn't do it, whether he didn't have the people to support him to do it in the swamp or whatever it was. If he could have arrested all these people right then and there, stayed in the presidency and done this, he would have. He definitely would have. But there was a lot of things going on that the regular public just does not know. And when he says the best is yet to come, he never lied to us, ever. He did everything he could. He fought for us and we fought. And the things that I said and the things that others said were true. We just didn't realize that the Supreme Court would let us down because they didn't want to be in the lightning rod of the election. That's all. But it's all going to change, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, the left is going to do as much damage as they can with H.R. 1 and with trying to implement different voting rules and this, that, and the other. But when it comes down to it, ladies and gentlemen, the states are the strongest. It doesn't matter what they try to do in Congress or in the Senate with election laws. Because each state is responsible for its own election laws. What we need to be worried about is what the Democrats are going to try to do going forward with trying to take over each state so that we have more blue states rather than red states. We need to get rid of that idea. We need to work hard to make sure that we keep more red states than blue states. Because election laws are not done at a federal level. Election laws and election rules and the way things are done are done at a state level. President Trump and the loyalists that are in the GOP party, and Ted Cruz and others, they're going to work with President Trump over the next year to make sure that these states have implemented laws that will not be circumvented or changed ever again. Okay? We have more states than they do. We need to look at the glass half full rather than looking at the glass half empty. Now, I want to read something to you about President Trump's speech when he left. This is very important. Okay? 
And I'm going to underline, I'm going to highlight some of the things that he said so we can capture exactly what he was talking about. Because when we're in the moment, President Trump's saying, hey, the best is yet to come, I'll see you later. It's hard to really digest it all because we're so focused on the fact that, oh my gosh, he's leaving. Oh my gosh, he's leaving, right? Okay, so when President Trump left Washington for Florida on January 20th, he told his supporters that he and his team would, quote, would underline, highlight, ready? Be back in some form. Quote, we love you. We will be back in some form, he said at that time. I'll always fight for you, and I will always be watching, and I'll always be listening. Highlight that. I'll always be watching, and I'll always be listening. Trump later made remarks in a similar vein, saying that we'll make a comeback in some way. We'll do something. But not just yet. Trump told uh, Rob Crilly of the Washington Examiner on Friday, this was just recently, former U.S. ambassador to Germany and former acting director of national intelligence, Rick Grinnell, said over the weekend that Trump had told him many times that he wants to run for president again. Rick Grinnell told Newsmax, he told me personally multiple times that he does, um, that he does want to run again, so we'll see if that holds and how that comes about. I think we have a long way to go. And then Jason Miller, campaign advisor, said earlier uh, that this month that Trump would be involved in the 2022 midterms with the immediate focus uh, being to help Republicans win back both chambers of Congress. It is unclear whether he would run for president in 2024. Miller also said to the Epic Times on Monday that Trump and his team do not have any affiliation with the newly formed political um, committees called the MAGA Patriot Party amid speculation that Trump would try to form this third party. It's not happening. That third party that was registered with the FEC was not President Trump. His plans are much bigger. His plans are to take over both houses in the midterms and possibly, possibly remove Biden or and or Harris at that time by impeachment. Remember what he said. Be careful what you wish for. Be careful what you're trying to do because it's going to come back. It's going to come back. And President Trump is just the guy to do this. We may not have to wait four years, ladies and gentlemen. We may not have to wait four years. Because if President Trump can, can succeed in taking over the House and the Senate in the next two years, then that means if they remove Biden and Harris from office, then that means whoever the Speaker of the House at that time would be would take over the presidency until the 2024 election. So whoever the Speaker of the House is at that time in the, in, in the next two years is, I think, who's going to end up being the acting president of the United States. Because from what I'm hearing and from what people are telling me, that the, I, that the whole plan is to take over the House and the Senate. The second plan is to remove Biden and or Harris, whichever which one is there. The third plan is to put President Trump back in the presidency in 2024. If they take over the House and the Senate in 2022... That means that all they have they have so much power as it, as it comes to uh, the, the presidential election. It's not even going to be funny, okay? Plus, I, I know people are going in six months, the United States will be destroyed. It's not going to be, ladies and gentlemen. Are we going to go through some tough times? 100%. Are we going to be taken over by a foreign country and we're not going to be able to have jobs and do all this stuff? Highly unlikely. I know that it feels like that. But it's not going to be that way. Like I said yesterday, we lived through eight years of Obama, eight years of Bush before that. We can survive two years of Biden and Harris. Will it be hard? Yes. Will we lose money in our 401ks? Yes. Will we see some, some social things change, like, like women's rights be destroyed? Yes. 
We will. You're going to have to deal with that. We're going to have to take some punches. But that doesn't mean that we don't come back in the fourth quarter and win. That doesn't mean that we don't come back in the last round and do a massive knockout. Okay? Yes, Biden is an illegitimate president. We got that. We know that 100%. But his executive orders are now showing up on the federal registry, which means that things are happening. So we're going to have to, sooner or later, accept that at least what's going on right now is happening right now. Now, let's talk about the military's involvement. Is the military loyal to Trump or are they loyal to Biden? Is the military going to take over or are they not going to take over? What we know is, yes, there are white hats that are still in the military at the highest levels. Yes, we know that the Pentagon does not trust, does not fully trust um, Biden at all. Yes, we know that the military is loyal to President Trump over Biden. We know that the military will never go uh, with massive seditious orders or treasonous orders that will turn us into a communist country. Our line of defense to hold what we have is the military. We have, to, we have to trust that the military, even though they have a chain of command, will never go, above, uh, go beyond their duty to the Constitution. They swore an oath to the Constitution, and they're loyal to President Trump. It is just what it is, ladies and gentlemen. And we have to know that they're not going to let this country fall into a communist state. That is where our, that is where our, our peace needs to be right now. Our inner peace needs to be with the military. Do we is 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 uh, Biden right now the uh, the top of the, the 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 chain of command on paper? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. It's not what we all want to hear. It sucks. I know it. I, I, tons and tons of people have left life from America because they want me to be like Q. They want me to tell you that that, that the military is going to come in and wipe Biden out by March fourth, and President Trump is going to be the nineteenth president of the republic. The chances are that's not going to happen. We need to hope that it happens. We need to keep our eye on the military, but we need to think realistically about what President Trump is saying right now and what the party is saying right now. That's what we need to do. I mean, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news there, but there's, there's a silver lining in everything. There is a silver lining in everything. Yes, lawsuits are still going through. Yes, court cases are still going through. Okay? I expect some of these court cases to come out in President Trump's favor. But I don't think it's going to overturn what already happened and who's sitting where. I think it's going to be better for President Trump when he comes out with the, the loyal Republicans and the, and the good conservatives of this country over the course of the next two years. It's just straightforward. I don't, I don't, want, to tell, I don't want to feed you lies. Okay? Um, I, don't, I, just don't want to, I just don't want to feed lies. I don't want to do that. Um, everything that I said prior to the election was, was true. And it came from President Trump and his team on down, okay? So anybody that says, oh, you, you lied, you lied, President, uh, President Trump left and Biden is in office, Trump didn't think that was going to happen either. But now that he sees how deep the swamp is, he knows how to fight, all right? Um, does the military have enough evidence to, to lock Biden up right now? I believe, I believe they do. I believe they do. But you have to understand what the military doesn't want to do. The military is... is um, beholden to the Constitution first. If the, if the military were to have arrested Biden on Inauguration Day, it would have plummeted this country into civil war, which meant that and in the very end, ladies and gentlemen, in the very end, when it plummeted this country into civil war, it would have, it would have weakened our country, and then um, foreign adversaries would have been able to strike and take us down. And the military knows that. 
The military knows that. They're not going to let that happen. So they had to do what they had to do. This is going to be a very calculated effort, and it's going to take some months. We're going to, we're going to see some, some down times. But that doesn't mean that we have to be down. That means that we have to fight up here. Okay? Now, how do we do that? I'm going to tell you how we do that. We do it, like I said yesterday, at a state and local level. It doesn't sound like fun. It sounds like a lot of work. Being loud on social media and not being afraid to be unpublished or to be suspended. That's number one. Being loud in your state capitals. Getting in front of these congressmen and women, in front of these senators, and telling them exactly what you want. Having your county commissioners work with you in order to hold your state legislation responsible. Because in the end, your state legislation is going to be the one that determines what the election laws are going forward into 2022. Work Finding in any way you can to be involved in the Republic, the real Republican Party, the real conservative party, finding anything, you, any way you can to be involved is the smart thing to do. Whether it means campaigning, whether it means knocking on doors, whether it means making phone calls, whether it means running for office yourself, there are many, many things that we can do as people over the course of the next two years. Okay? I, I, I understand that people have an argument with everything that I'm saying, but it, it's, it's the truth. And... I'm, other people might not be saying it. I know that so many people right now are, are saying, uh, we left life from America because you're, anti, you're, you're a fair-weather patriot. Um, but it's not the case. It's not the case at all. There's no such thing as being a fair-weather patriot. You either are or you aren't. And if you aren't, you sit on your hands and cry and say, oh my gosh, we're, our life is over. If you are, then you fight, just like they did in 1776. Or 1775, I should say. Now, Ted Cruz, what is his role going to be? Well, from what I'm hearing, Ted Cruz is going to work with President Trump. He's already uh, introducing with other members of Congress, reintroducing, I should say, an amendment to the Constitution that puts term limits. Now, think about this. It probably won't go anywhere right now. But when President Trump and the rest of the, gr the, good, the good GOP members take over the House and the Senate in two years, they'll be able to run that through. They'll be able to make that work. We will see term limits in the future of this country. Ted Cruz is working very hard on that. And we might see Ted Cruz run with President Trump as for president in 2024. We might see that. If we don't see President uh, Ted Cruz run with President Trump for 2024, then what we will see is Ted Cruz um, become the Senate uh, majority leader and, 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 and of, of, uh, of 2022. And that's going to be huge. We need a constitutionalist like Ted Cruz. I have a lot of, I have a lot of respect for Ted Cruz, uh, way more than I did five years ago. Um, so we have to understand that what's going on, and we have to understand where the military's loyalty is, and it's to the Constitution first. Second, it is to President Trump, not to Biden. But there is a chain of command that they have to follow. But they will never go beyond that chain of command in order to create to to uh, uh, follow treasonous or seditious orders it will never happen it will never happen okay um in other news mike lindell is suing the daily mail because uh, the daily mail is uh, wrote two stories um uh two hit pieces on him about uh women that he was involved with and did bad things to in west village and hamptons the problem is those are two places that Mike Lindell has never been. So the Daily Mail, now that President Trump is gone, you're going to see peop, uh, people like uh, CNN, the Daily Mail, the AP, you're going to see all these uh, third-rate nobodies 
go after conservatives in any which way they can. That's what they're going to do. Because they don't have President Trump to write about, because their, their ratings are low and nobody cares about what they're saying because nobody wants to watch Biden, same reason nobody went to the, uh, the inauguration, okay? Uh, they're going to try to go after conservatives. Look what they did to Brandon Straka. They, Brandon Straka is arrested right now. He's in federal custody. The walk-away movement, the walk-away guy, he's in federal custody right now because Biden's DOJ and Biden's FBI uh, have arrested him for his involvement in the capital city and the capital riots like he was like he like he did something bad so they are going after us every one of us but we cannot be afraid of that they just want you to shut up i'm never going to do it like i've been telling you for months they're gonna have to put a bullet in my head in order for that to happen they're gonna have to put a bullet in my head in order for that to happen um Moving on, the Biden administration is also trying to expedite to replace um, Andrew Jackson on the $20 bill to replace Andrew Jackson with Harriet Tubman. I don't know how I feel about this. I feel that Harriet Tubman does deserve recognition. I feel that Harriet Tubman does deserve some kind of recognition and possibly even on a bill. But here's what I say. Make a special bill for her. Don't go replacing people in history that are very important to our history, that are very important to the strength and the might and the and the and the what the United States stands for, just so that you can just so that you can pander to certain people. Um, I, I think Harriet Tubman is one of the most important people in the history of this country. But do you need to go replacing other people, tearing down statues and putting up different statues? No, I don't believe that. This is the Biden administration pandering, but who are they pandering to? Because even even BLM and the left are already are already walking away from Biden. They're already walking away from Biden because they know that he's not doing anything that furthers their advancement. He's not doing anything that serves them as a people, as as Americans. So I just I, I think that's ridiculous. Um, the DOJ, okay, let's talk about the DOJ for a minute. The DOJ watchdog is to probe, they're, they're, they're going to probe whether or not former or current DOJ officials engaged in any improper attempt to have the DOJ seek to alter the outcome of the 2020 election. Now, this is big news because some because these these committees, these, these um, non-bias separated committees, uh, traditionally are not are not uh, fired or removed from sitting presidents that were put in from previous presidents because it's it's a bad look. It shows guilt right there. So it's really good that the DOG watchdogs are probing whether or not Bill Barr or any of these other dirtbags had anything to do with trying to interfere with the outcome of the 2020 election. And we know that they did. We know that Bill Barr did. We know that Bill Barr knew about uh, Hunter Biden. We know that Bill Barr had the, all the evidence of this, of this laptop. You and I have seen a lot of the evidence on the laptop. If I had one image, if I had one image that Hunter Biden had on his laptop, just one on my laptop, the FBI would be at my door yesterday. So we know that there was an attempt to not release this information by Bill Barr and his justice team. We know that for a fact. And I love the fact that, that, that independent watchdogs and independent um, uh, divisions of the DOJ are, are, are going to be investigating this. Does anything come of it? I don't know. But the fact that they are lets, lets you know that there are still people and there are still white hats and there are still people in the government that are working for you. Okay, Hunter Biden needs to be locked up a long time ago. 
And I think by the end of all of this, you'll see it come down on Joe Biden. You'll see it come down on Hunter Biden. You'll see it come down on the people that, that hit it from everybody. And, I, and, and, and God's day will come. Justice will come. Not on your time, not on my time. But what do we do in the meantime? A lot of people are running over to other conspiracy theorist channels and watching them because that's what they want to do. But what do you want to do in the meantime? What does a real conservative, constitutionalist Christian need to do and want to do in the meantime? And it's not complain. I know that the true audience of this, of Life from America and the growth of this show, they're in it for the long haul and they're in it to fight. And that is why I love this family. Okay? Um, so, what's next for Life from America? Well, the studio, like I said, with the construction will be done on the 1st. The, it'll take a few days to get all of the, uh, the, the, the stuff hooked up. We will start branching out. That is when I'll start bringing in congressmen and women, uh, U.S. congressmen and women, U.S. senators, state senators, state congresspeople from each state, and we're going to start getting to the bottom of what's really going on. We're going to hold these people uh, accountable, not only at a high level, but at the state levels. I already have a line of, line of people that we're ready to interview, including, um, I'm hoping, that Doug Mastriano from Pennsylvania ends up coming on as well. We have a lot of stuff in the works. We're going to have new hosts, we're going to have new um, segments of the show, and we're going to branch out to multiple platforms, including the new social media platform, Freedom Social Network, which is coming very, very soon. Live video and everything. You're going to love that. Um, so I just want to say that I thank you very much. Again, uh, the links are above. Don't go through Facebook to get to them. Open them up in your browser or just go to them manually. Go to jeremyharrell.com and you can, you can become a monthly donor or subscriber, I guess you could say, or a one-time. It all helps for the growth of the show. And it also helps me get down to CPAC later this month where I can truly have you ask me questions to for these people in, in, in CPAC to answer. And who knows, maybe I'll even run into President Trump while I'm there. All right? Thank you guys very much for everything. As always, the podcast will be up immediately on rss.com from this show afterwards and pushed out to many platforms. And today I'm also uh, putting on my first Rumble uh, video, which will just be a still shot of this podcast uh, for now. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate you. God bless you. Stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest up out and your head up high because you are a child of God. And no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great day and let's work together, ladies and gentlemen. Let's save America because the best is yet to come. Thank you. Talk to you later. Thank you. Share, but America is dying. I don't see no love, no.